0: Is there a way Tom Brady would return to the NFL in 2022? One former Patriots quarterback thinks that there is. And I share two draft targets for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the wide receiver and tight end positions right now on the Locked On Bucks podcast. Let's go. You are Locked On Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's up, Bucks Nation? Welcome to today's episode of the Locked On Bucks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I'm David Harrison. Thank you for making us your first listen or your first view of the day for joining us over on YouTube. I am a writer for SB Nation's BucksNation.com, covering your Tampa Bay Buccaneers. My co-host James Jarco not here for this episode, but you can find him still over at BucksNation.com or on Twitter at Bucks. I am at D Harrison eighty two. The show at Locked on Bucks and Bucks Nation is at Bucks underscore Nation. Again, we thank you for making us your first listen or view every single day. We are free and available on all platforms. Thanks to sponsors like GetUpside. Just download the free GetUpside app and use the promo code TOUCHDOWN to get 25 cents per gallon or more cash back on your first tank of gas. Kicking things off with Tom Brady because uh, while he has said he's not coming back, again, to uh, to shout out the great Evan Klosky of WTSP 10 Tampa Bay who, by the way, loved my picks uh, for potential free agent targets for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers earlier in the week. If you haven't caught that episode, please go back and catch that episode and then catch Evan on Wednesday showering all kinds of praise on my picks. I'm sure James thoroughly enjoyed that. But Evan Klosky was the first person I know, anyway, pointing out that Tom Brady never said the R word. He never said retiring or retired from the National Football League, which, of course, has led to most likely unnecessary speculation that the quarterback may actually... Uh, return to play on the field. Of course, everybody hopes and expects that it will be for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They do own his rights for the 2022 NFL season where he would he be, you know, if he were to return, they would own those rights. Ex-Patriots quarterback, Scott Zolak went on record and he believes that Tom Brady would return to the field in 2022, just not for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers saying "Quote: I just think that joining the 49ers is what Brady's focused on. He said Tuesday on the Zolak and Bertrand show on 98.5, the sports hub. He's been focused on it for two years. They've got a deal. Jimmy B and Brady knows that Trey Lance isn't ready and he knows that team is built to win. Now that's attractive to him. Name another one that's attractive where it's plug and play. You trade Jimmy Garoppolo to Tampa Bay for the rights to Tom Brady, then let him decide when he's ready to go. You become an instant contender in the West. End quote. Now, I will say this as makes a lot of good points right there. Tom Brady, we all know uh, the San Francisco 49ers connection. If you don't grew up a 49ers fan, grew up in the area there in Northern California, around the San Francisco area, wanted to be like Joe Montana. All of those things was one of the teams that they reached out to uh, when Tom became a free agent and possibly could have been a landing spot if the timing was right for both teams. Instead, the 49ers end up sticking with Jimmy G. They draft trey lance to be their quarterback of the future they make it to the nfc championship game it kind of is what it is but i will contend this was oh the buccaneers are just as ready to win right now because well they won in 2020 obviously they won the super bowl following following the 2020 season they have most of those pieces already back on roster from the next following season for 2022. the pieces they're losing they've already kind of started to lay the groundwork to replace some of those players you look at joe try and shoinka being uh, drafted, so if JPP decides to hang it up or if the Buccaneers simply can't afford uh, to bring him back on another contract, really the biggest hole you're kind of looking at is number one, Ryan Jensen, in the center, uh, who you know may not be able to come back depending on cap management uh, and all those things. And number two, I would say Antonio Brown, obviously, Chris Godwin returning from the injury, obviously, if Tom Brady were to return or if the stipulation was that, hey, if Chris returns, Tom uh, comes back with him, I'm sure that would inspire Chris Godwin probably to get a deal done. A little bit sooner rather than later, as it would uh, inspire the team to also get a deal done sooner rather than later. But even with no Antonio Brown, even with potentially no Chris Godwin, Ryan Jensen, probably leaving in free agency, some defensive guys probably missing from the roster. It's still a very attractive team uh, that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have, again, one game away from being the very exact same NFC championship. I mean, if if the Buccaneers pull off that uh, amazing come from behind uh, win, then it's Bucks and Niners in the NFC Championship game. So to say that, you know, so Zolak's point of this Niners team is ready to win now, kind of loses a little bit of water. But I think the fandom, I think the hometown connection, you know, the I think that's a, a very big point. And I think that's a good point made by Zolak. I would probably contend. I mean, if, if Tom Brady was losing it, you know what I mean, or if his play was kind of on a downward trajectory, then maybe this trade would make more sense in the way that Zolak presents it. And to be fair, Maybe he didn't intend for this to be the entire trade Jimmy G straight up for the rights to Tom Brady. But if that's what that is, what he said, and if that's what he means to me, that's preposterous. You don't trade an MVP caliber quarterback. I don't care how old he is. I don't care how many more years he's got left on his contract, how many more years he has got left in his career. You don't. you don't trade an MVP caliber quarterback for a veteran journeyman who's uh, continuously losing his job to to younger, newer quarterbacks. Um, I would almost contend that if the 49ers really want to pull off this trade, maybe you send us Jimmy G and Trey Lance. And then if I'm the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, maybe I consider it. uh, Just again, if I'm going to give you an MVP quarterback, I got to get something in return. You know what I mean? I don't care if even if the situation is, well, it's all or nothing type of deal. I'm almost going to take the nothing in that situation. Speaking of nothing, quarterback Kyler Murray, uh, the story there. Look, James and I talked on it. uh, We touched on it earlier this week. Really kind of made it a filler in one of our segments. Didn't really think it had a whole lot of legs, but look, Buccaneers fans are latching onto this story thinking that, Hey, maybe Kyler Murray comes available. Maybe the Arizona Cardinals look to move on uh, from the quarterback that they picked. Number one, overall just finished his third year in the national football league. You have to assume that the the Arizona Cardinals are going to exercise that fifth year option uh, as he entered, gets ready to enter his fourth year. Remember fifth year options now fully guaranteed against injuries and, and all those things. So once, uh, the Cardinals exercise that fifth-year option. They're locked into that. And, you know, even better, he he only counts for $11 million in salary cap next year. Not a whole lot of reasons for the Arizona Cardinals to move him. What I think is happening is that Kyler's trying to cash in on the playoff appearance, which I don't blame him for, and probably trying to get them to extend him uh, sooner rather than later instead of going through the whole fifth-year option, playing on his first contract, all those things. And basically, this is a social media move to try to put pressure on the team, But if you're the Arizona Cardinals, I mean, you just come off of a playoff run. Uh, if you trade Kyler Murray, you might as well fire Cliff Kingsbury and start all over because you only brought in Cliff Kingsbury to coach Kyler Murray, right? I mean, that's why you got rid of Josh Rosen, and that's why you got rid of your previous coach after a criminally short uh, amount of time. And eventually, you know, uh, it, it works out for the Buccaneers to Byron left, which ends up in Tampa. Listen, I'm not saying it never could happen because, again, just like Tom Brady possibly played, he said it himself. Never say never type of thing. Uh, but I don't see Kyler Murray. Being traded by the Arizona Cardinals, I think this is at least going to run into a fifth year option next year. And then maybe if he's super disgruntled, kind of go the way uh, that Russell Wilson might go. Aaron Rodgers, you know, looks like he's trying to go so on and so forth. Uh, But bottom line, as a quarterback, it's one thing to kind of want out of a team and kind of say, you know, you're not showing me the respect I think I deserve. And, 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 you know, let me go somewhere else to get that respect. It's another to hold out and kind of not play. And as a leader of the team, you know, fair or not, quarterbacks get more credit. Uh, then they deserve quarterbacks get more blame than they deserve quarterbacks are also expected to be on the field even in the midst of a contract dispute uh, don't have really the benefit or don't really have the advantage of being able to hold out and a lot of people uh, wanting you to lead their teams moving in the future those types of things tend to turn other teams off but you know what turns consumers on that is cashback opportunities and bucks fans david harrison logs on bucks podcast and the app Everybody who buys gas needs to know about it. It's the GetUpside app. Our listeners are earning cash back on every gallon of gas they purchase every time they fill up. Just download the free GetUpside app in the App Store or the Google Play Store. Use promo code TOUCHDOWN and you'll get 25 cents per gallon or more on your first fill up cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside with that promo code TOUCHDOWN for $0.25 cents per gallon or more on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two to $300 a year in cash back, and there's no catch. The cash back gets added right back to your account, which you can then cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or get yourself an e-gift card to Amazon and other brands. Again, just download the free GetUpside app. Use promo code TOUCHDOWN to get $0.25 cents per gallon or more cash back on your first tank. That's promo code TOUCHDOWN on the free GetUpside app. Thanks again for making the Locked On Bucks podcast your first listen or your your first view every single day. It's Super Week brought to you by Get Upside, and there's no better place to get coverage of the big game than the Locked On NFL podcast. Locked On Bengals and Locked On Rams are in Los Angeles all week covering the big game. They're doing a great job. I've had a slew of guests coming through uh, the the stand there, the, the, the table on Radio Row there. Uh, Absolutely pumped that the network is getting to do that, that those guys are going to do that. Wish that the Buccaneers were there and James and I could be doing that. But, hey, we take what we can get. The network grows. We grow. You guys let us grow, and we appreciate it. Speaking of growth, there are a lot of amateur football players about to grow into NFL careers and hopefully grow that NFL career into a gold jacket someday there in Canton and, of course, get some uh, some hardware like Tom Brady has. And uh, who knows? Maybe he comes back to try to get some more in San Francisco. Be the next Joe Montana, Steve Young. And then Tom Brady, that would be quite the quarterback lineage there for the 49ers. But looking at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, of course, this week, we've been looking at the wide receivers earlier, looking at the prospects of what's going to happen in 2022 with or without Chris Godwin. Do you bring back Brashad Perryman, Cyril Grayson? What do you do after that? And then Evan Klosky on WTSP Wednesday on yesterday's episode with James went over the tight end position, started going over the tight end position, basically putting smart money on OJ Howard, not coming back. Probably not looking at Rob Gronkowski coming back. He says he wants to maybe play for, with uh, Joe Burrow there for Cincinnati. So who knows? Maybe he's the missing piece to them making another Super Bowl run in 2022. Either way, the Buccaneers have got to move into their future. So part of the future, part of building for the future, rather, there is always in the NFL draft. right? So we've got some wide receiver prospects and some tight end prospects I'm going to talk about now. And I've been talking a lot about the Senior Bowl. We've been talking a lot about the Senior Bowl. So the deal I made, James, is that these four prospects – None of them played in the senior bowl. Doesn't mean they weren't invited to the senior bowl. I'm talking about wide receiver Jahan Dotson out of Penn state, a first round projected wide receiver, Daniel Jeremiah of NFL media, the move the sticks podcast, one of my favorite podcasts all year long, but especially draft season. This is where he and Bucky Brooks really kick it into overdrive. Great stuff going on there. And one of his recent mock drafts, Daniel Jeremiah wrote quote, Dotson has outstanding hands and route running skills, The Bucs could lose Chris Godwin in free agency and Dotson could slide right in to replace his fellow Penn State wideout. He doesn't have the same size or strength as Godwin, but offers more over the top speed. End quote. And I couldn't agree with DJ more. I mean, he's 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 probably forgotten more about NFL scouting than I'll ever learn. Dotson comes in right now, 5'11", 185 pounds, Chris Godwin, 6'1", 208 pounds. So there's an obvious size decline there. But the speed is where Dotson kind of makes up that ground uh, as far as a wide receiver prospect. Kind of think of it as a little bit of a blend of A.B., a little bit of a blend of Chris Godwin, a little bit of best best of both worlds. Uh, And hopefully a guy that's going to stick around for a little while. Obviously, you draft him. You have him for four years. You have him for that fifth-year option, of course, assuming that everything is going well. And by that time, you have time to let the books kind of simmer down, settle a little bit. Hopefully, you have another quarterback uh, that you're looking at. And you you have a good running mate there uh, for Mike Evans. If Chris Godwin comes back, honestly – I still like drafting John Dodson. He was he was one of the guys I was really looking forward to seeing at the Senior Bowl. Unfortunately, uh, he ended up opting out. A lot of people, uh, some people rather think that it was a bad idea, not cemented as a first-round day one pick. Some people think that he's going to be fine. I'm in the school of thought. I think John Dodson's the number one uh, or first-round prospect uh, for somebody. One of the 32 NFL teams there uh, in the NFL that needs a wide receiver is going to fall in love with what Jahan Dodson brings. The Buccaneers could be one of them, and he could very well be sitting there. No trade-up required uh, to add him to the roster. So I like him again. If, if Even if Chris comes back, I still like John Dotson because, look, Mike Evans is getting a little bit older. Who knows how much longer he's going to be able to play before he starts to break down a little bit, and you do uh, have to start looking forward a little bit to planning for the future and having a, a combo of John Dotson who now has five years or so of experience when maybe that time comes to play with the now veteran, uh, aged veteran Chris Godwin you continue to have one of the best wide receiver duos, potentially, again, if Dodson meets all of his potential. Speaking of potential, another guy further down the draft boards a little bit, Javon Highly out of Coastal Carolina. I just, I just can't get enough of the Chanticleers in, in, in this NFL draft. He was not a senior bowl uh, invitee, just just for for record, but he was a Shrine Bowl uh, invitee. He did play there, did some good things, was an honorable mention in PFF's uh, Shrine Bowl winner's article. Uh, he comes in at 6'2", 200 pounds, so he's, Uh, technically he's about an inch taller, I almost said foot, but uh, about an inch taller than Chris Godwin, still a little bit smaller, but you can put some more meat uh, on that frame. That's what the trainers are there for. That's what the strength and conditioning coach uh, is there for. And if he runs a little bit faster at his pro day, unfortunately, we're not going to get to see him at the NFL scouting combine, according to the invite list that went out on Wednesday, but he will obviously run at his pro day. And well, we assume he runs at the pro day. He will be at the pro day. Uh, we can assume, uh, as well. If he can run faster a little bit than Chris Godwin, Chris ran a four four two 2 at the NFL Scouting Combine the year he came out. So if we can get like a 4-4 flat or even a four three nine here out of highly, then it, you, you have a little bit less concern. You put some more weight on him. He's a little bit bigger. You put some weight on him. He's going to slow down a little bit, but he shouldn't slow down too much from a production angle. 65-plus catches uh, in, in back-to-back season. He had 65 last year, 66 this year, 1,128 yards, his final senior season. 17 touchdowns in his last few years and oh by the way he has return experience not the most electric return guy but he has the experience the ability to potentially do that for you so you always love that versatility in a prospect again we're having to see how he runs at the pro day so J- Javon Hiley out of the coastal carolina Clears and Jahan Dotson, wide receiver out of Penn State. Those are my two wide receivers I'm kind of adding to the mix here. We already got Christian Watson coming out of the senior bowl, Calvin Austin the third coming out of the senior bowl, Bo Melton out of Rutgers. Uh, we got we got all kind, Romeo Dobbs out of, out of Nevada. We got all kinds of guys coming out uh, wide receivers. This is a very good wide receiver class. We weren't even talking about the top, and we are not even talking about the Traylon Burks of the, of the group, Drake London out of USC. We're not talking about any of those guys because we're assuming anyway that they're going to probably go before the Buccaneers get on the clock. But – Some names to keep an eye out on, of course, as we get closer to the actual NFL draft, the combine, all of those things. uh, We will continue to talk about all of those. And once draft season gets going, guys, there's going to be more and more prop bets rolling up for who's going to get taken where, the first wide receiver off the board, the first quarterback off the board. And our guys over at Bet Online are going to have you covered with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. With football getting set for the big game, the NFL draft right around the corner, BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season and it's not just about football bet online has up to the minute info on pro and college hoops hockey boxing UFC and live real-time updates on current games don't wait take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2022 season bet online where the game starts one more segment here locked on Buck's podcast this Thursday looking at draft prospects earlier talked about the potential of Tom Brady returning to the National Football League play for the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, not exactly what everybody wants to hear or wants to think about. But let's finish it up with the tight ends. David Harrison, your host for today's episode on Twitter at dharrison82. My co-host James Jarko off today, but you find him on Twitter as well at bucks, covering your Tampa Bay Buccaneers for SBNations, bucksnation.com. On Twitter at bucks__nation, the show at Locked On Bucks. My first tight end that we're going to talk about, again, none of these guys went to the Senior Bowl. Jalen Weidermeyer, Texas a tight end. Number two in your programs, number one in your heart, at least number one in my heart. So, honestly, Trey McBride, Colorado State tight end, he was at the Senior Bowl, looked every bit as advertised, looked very solid, looked very good. I like him a lot. I like Jalen Weidermeyer out of Texas A&M more. Six-foot-five, 255 pounds. You're kind of looking for that Gronk replacement. Gronk comes in at six-foot-six, 265 pounds. So, Weidermeyer, one inch shorter, 10 pounds lighter. does look a little bit lighter. So, again, you can put a little bit of muscle on him. Very athletic. Very quick, very fast for a tight end. Number two on most big boards, like I said, 1,400 yards receiving uh, as a tight end in his three seasons at A&M, 16 touchdown. The man just flat out produces. He plays in line. uh, He has blocking ability. He can play split out. I've seen him run wide receiver routes, seen him run routes from from in line again uh, as a tight end there at the end of the offensive line formation. There's really not a whole lot that Jalen Weidermeyer out of Texas A&M can't do. When you look at adding two, Cam the only tight end on the roster right now. Cam Bray, we don't believe OJ Howard is coming back. So you look at Jalen Weidermeyer. Is he too high for a first round draft pick? Probably. I think, you know, a lot of people, I think, probably assume Trey McBride is the only tight end that really has a realistic shot at uh, getting in there at the end of the first round. But I kind of look at it and I almost wonder if one of these teams that's drafting the second round that wants a tight end, maybe they look to trade back into the back end of the first round, get that fifth year option tacked on. That thing is super valuable for NFL teams looking to build. Uh, consistent production for their teams. I look at a team like the Chicago Bears, maybe, you know, especially if they end up keeping Justin Fields. I know there's some talk about that, but maybe you go out there, you pull the trigger on an early trade, you get Jalen Weidemeyer on your team. Would love for him to fall all the way down to the Buccaneers in the second round. Unfortunately, I do think that if they target him, it's probably going to require a trade up on day two if he even makes it uh, enough to day two. So a little bit less realistic. I don't think tight ends going to be as big of a need uh, as as they say, as, as maybe some people uh, look at the roster and think it might be. Although you never know, look, if they fall in love with the guy, they fall in love with the guy. If they think he can be a day one starter, which he certainly looks to have some of that potential and some of that ability, we'll have to see what he does at the Scouting Combine. And then my second tight end profile for today's episode was invited to Senior Bowl. Unfortunately, suffered a season ending ankle injury. Literally, I think it was like three days after he accepted the invite, suffered the ankle injury. Washington tight end, Kate, Otten, so he was not able to participate. Six foot five. Two hundred and fifty pounds, a top one hundred tight end, possibly could have made himself some money down there. And Mobile. he got there, and turned himself into a top seventy-five, uh, nearing the top fifty type of player. Four-year player for the Washington Huskies, thousand career receiving yards, nine touchdowns, solid receiver, solid blocker, above-average athlete. Plays in line, he plays split. He really does a little bit of everything you want to do. Think almost Cam Bray, but a little bit faster. Uh, maybe a little bit taller. I don't have I don't have Cam's height right in front of me right now but definitely kind of looks the part, right? Like I saw him on tape running a lot of routes that, that Rob Gronkowski actually runs from time to time. And again, you're not necessarily looking for an exact Rob Gronkowski replica or duplicate, but you know, when you, when you're replacing a future hall of famer at a position, that's kind of the measuring stick. You're going to be used at K. Otten, not as polished, not as good. Obviously as that's going to be, but you're looking at about a third round uh, investment in him. If the Buccaneers decide to go there. So look, just from this list alone, look, you go Jahan Dotson in the first round, you get you get that wide receiver. Even if Chris Godwin comes back, you reestablish that number one wide receiver group in the National Football League. And then maybe in the third round, you go after a guy like K-Dot and you bring in a tight end to play uh, with with, uh, with Cam Bright there. And, you know, I don't know, Jimmy Garoppolo, Teddy Bridgewater, Kyle Trask, you know, whoever it is playing quarterback, Derek Carr, uh, they have some weapons to, uh, to use there in the offense. And then you spend maybe the rest of those picks addressing Defense. We'll get into that, of course, as we move into the rest of these episodes, going over the 2022 position groups again, wrapping up this week with wide receivers and tight ends. Thank you for making us your first listener. First few every single day here at the Locked On Bucks podcast. James and I are going to be back tomorrow on Friday. James is going to bring one more prospect from each group, a wide receiver and a tight end. I'm also hoping he's going to talk about Chris Olave some more, but I don't think he's going to because he's already spread spread a lot of love. About Olave, So I think he's going to go a different angle there, but excited to see who he brings to the table and then we'll go over more Buccaneers info we're talking about doing a live uh, mock draft here on the show live in that we'll do it while we're recording live. So, you know, we don't broadcast live, but I know some of you has asked us to do that. We will do that at some point in the near future. We're just not going to do it tomorrow. So come back. Check us out for that for your second listen today. Check out the locked on bets podcast your daily one stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked on Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Just like Locked on Bucks, it's free and it's available on all platforms. If you got takes on these wide receivers, these tight ends, draft targets, the upcoming scouting combine, the Super Bowl, we'll talk about the Super Bowl obviously tomorrow as well. Send those takes, send your questions to Locked on Bucks Podcast at gmail.com or call in, leave us a voicemail at 813-444-5841. I'm David Harrison on Twitter at dharrison82, covering your Tampa Bay Buccaneers for SB Nation's BucsNation.com. My co-host, James Arco, at jrco underscore Bucs, show at Locked on Bucks. Until we speak again, if you're out and about, please be safe, be kind to one another, wash your hands, fire the cannons, and thank you for joining me right here at Locked on Bucks.